Sharpen your pencils. Adjust your glasses. Fill those pocket protectors. Because you've never heard nerds like this. Matt and Chris engage in rampant speculation. What's up, guys? What's up, Matt? Hello. That was an extended pause. Chris, you're going to have to talk louder still. No, I don't. Talk like a man. I'm talking like a... Based on everything you've told me, I am a man by default because I have a penis, so... How I talk is talking like a man. Prove it, Chris. We're not going to start there. Um, (laughs) You sure? So, Chris, enlighten me. Um, Okay. Because Brant's an oddity on this one, but uh, NES, because I was asking him today, what NES games are you familiar with? Okay, Mario. You know what the NES stands for, Chris? Nintendo Entertainment System. Good job. I figured people that would listen to this podcast wouldn't need that explained. Just no, but I didn't think Chris would even know. I, I had a feeling like I'm, I'm doubting him even more than I should. Keep going, Chris. <laughs> well, Mario, Duck Hunt. Uh, <laughs> like the game, the games that came with the console. He's like, yeah. well, he's like, well, they're they're on the same game usually, but I'm gonna name them as two because this list is short. It is short. Um, <laughs> Uh, the volleyball spike volleyball super spike v-ball yeah it's good sweet. game because yeah. we had the four person <laughs> extension and it came with that yeah good game good game um mm. Mm. Uh, right. bad boys i'm not that familiar i mean I, I know what bad boys is but yeah i don't what game is bad boys it's like you're these two little bad boys that go around beating up ninjas and stuff and yeah. you go in a sewer and stuff i don't know if i remember that it's game. like real life you're on I'm a not train sure if I that or, or not. something at one point yeah did you ever play um zelda i didn't really play it that much i did play it some but i didn't have it my da, friend da, had it so da, 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 i would only da, da, play da, da, it when da, we were at his bum, house but, da, 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 so it was like da, 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 hit or miss if i played it da, 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 da. So good, dude. All game. So, um, Jesse and I were playing. I got the. Monica and I bought the Switch. And because the new Smash Brothers is coming out in December. What does Switch stand for? Switch. I don't know. It's Nintendo Switch. So, Monica and I bought the new Nintendo Switch. And, um,. It was pretty cool because we traded in, we traded in the Wii and all the games got like half off of the Switch, so the new Smash Brothers comes out. So we wanted to get it before it came out, and um, Jesse and I were looking at it, and uh, we got into the old. If you subscribe to Nintendo for a year, it's twenty dollars, and you get what fifteen games, something like that. It's probably even more than that. A little more than that, and they comes with like fifteen NES games, which is probably like the only NES games you'd want to play anyhow. I know they're adding like Metroid and a couple other games around. Well, there's quite a few games I'd like to play still that's not in there, but yeah, I mean, I guess Skater Die is not in there. Um, there's a couple other ones that uh, aren't. I'd like bubble, the second Mike Tyson's Punch Out's not bubble. in there. Yes, I bubble, 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 bubble. Um, cool. Was Bomberman on NES or was that Super I NES? Think there, I think there's a, a a Bomberman on NES. I don't know if it's actually legit or not. But I know on some of the emulators I've downloaded, there, I think there's a Bomberman on regular Nintendo. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't bad. And then there was another one, Chris, that I that I uh, so we were playing. So there's two Zeldas, and Jesse and I are looking at it. We're like, well, what's the difference? And so and him and I had already ran through one Zelda 
already. The, the original, there's two originals. And so we start this Zelda that's at the top. It's like the biggest Zelda, and there's like three big games that are kind of like the the featured games. And all money, you start with like almost all the items, and like uh, uh you in Zelda you get three rings, and each ring gives you more like hits to take. It gives mm-hmm. you can take more damage, like gives you more armor, pretty much. And so you start with like the blue ring, and we're like, well, fuck, did we did it? Did it like link our account? Did like did we do it right? And then so we start looking around, then we had to Google it and come to find out they needed to make Zelda easier for today's gamers. And so what they did was they gave you all the items to start with to make the game easier. Oh. Uh, I can see that. That's fucked up, Chris. Well, I mean I think you know, back then it was like a simpler time. So if you had a game the the game itself is kind of simple. The difficulty is just like it's kind of almost arbitrary. I feel like well, I don't, I can't speak specifically to Zelda, but like Mario and that kind of stuff. It's just like you're just not hitting the button quite fast enough, or you know. Oh, Zelda's not like that because Zelda, you have to figure out the you have to burn the correct bush. Trial and error. Trial and error. Oh. Like you have to like beat the. You have to know which t- like you if we go to the the correct um areas first and do the right things first it's easier to play the game mm-hmm. if you know what bushes to burn but when i was a kid i ran around the map burning every fucking bush in that game every bush yep and typically there's only one at most there's usually one secret on any given screen so once you find it then mm-hmm. and it's not on every screen but most most screens have something mm-hmm. but when you get the blue candle all you can you can only use it one time while you're on that screen so you use it once, then you have to leave the screen, come, come back. back. Use it on again. And you can use it like you can hit the middle right. of two bushes. So you can do like two bushes at a time. But they got me hours. That's, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. It's like it's it's grinding. But it's, I, I like that, actually. Yeah. Because yeah, when it's within it, levels, and that's the same thing with bombs. Like there's mm-hmm. a bunch of walls and stuff that you're like, oh, is there anything here? So you're just bombing random places. Right. You know, the same thing when you get the whistle. The whistle, you can go around and find secret places uh, with the whistle as well on in- individual screens. Like, oh, I haven't found anything here yet. Let me use the whistle. Like if you go you all something. the way to the right and then up by where you get the um, the map, then you can whistle and it takes you off to another land. That's where you get the map of uh, of the game. What are you talking about? Because if you whistle, um, it, it the tornado picks you up and it takes you off into another area, to like a separate tree area, and you go down into the dungeon. I think it gives you a map, so you can see like the overall map of what the high rule looks like. Because high rule like is like is that gray. True? I think so, yeah. Because I, I don't remember. Have that. you never found that? I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't sound familiar to me. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyhow, so Jesse and I beat Sounds the game cool. in like so. five hours once. But so anyhow, it's kind of cool. So um, I'm excited because the biggest reason I was bringing that up is because Smash Brothers comes out and we played that game for hours. For yeah. hours. So I'm, not, I'm the definitely the weakest player in our group. You're really good, Smash Chris. Brothers. I no. think you're great. I don't know. Brant's Brant pretty weak. Brant plays one character. But he like he still does better than me. He doesn't win, ever. I don't win. He w- finishes higher than me. Does he Usually. really? I don't know. I feel bad if that's true. I've never won, that's for sure. I've never Are won. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, I wish we could check his profile. But I might have won that. on the newer one one time with Pikachu. I think I might have won once. Now but... the truth comes out. But... I think it was a fluke, and then because I don't think I could repeat it, it was it was a specific level that allowed me to take advantage of his lightning strike, and then like run around underneath people and 
strike them, and then... I think I remember the day we played and you won. Yeah. And they were Pikachu. Exactly, yeah. I remember looking at the stats, because Brant only plays Kirby, and for the people and actually, that... actually, 100% I don't think I won that time, because actually that was when... Um, was it Jesse was here? Or Tristan? But they were playing as well and doing really good. I think they were winning. It was like them and you were the winners. <laughs> I doubt it, because Jesse and Tristan are not that good. William and Ash are both very good. Yeah. They play a lot. I just remember looking at the... Because on... And so people that haven't played Smash Brothers, it's pretty much... It takes all the Nintendo characters and other, like, some Sega characters, and it throws them all into a game, and it, like, takes their attributes inside those games, and you can fight each other mm -hmm. to, like, the death. And, like, you get a set number of lives or however you want to run this, the kill spread. Um, and so it keeps track of the stacks, uh, uh, the statistics on, on each character. And, like, it'll tell you how long, how long you've ran or how long you've flown for. And so Kirby's, one of the main attributes of Kirby is Kirby can fly around the screen. And Kirby has flown so many miles because all Brant does is, like, he flies up around the top of the screen and he flies back. And he flies back to the other side, and he drops down and tries to hit you. And that's why playing Pikachu is good against Brant, because you can lightning bolt him out, out of the sky. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. I I would like to be good at Yoshi, because I really like the idea of yeah. eating someone, pooping them out as an egg, and then they <laughs> fall off the edge of the cliff and die. I but guess. I can't really ever pull that off. I've done it once or twice accidentally. <laughs> Not all fetishes are equal. <laughs> so I'm just not good with Yoshi, so I don't play him. But I wish that's who I'd want to be good at. Jesse and I, um, we played the Smash Wii. We played that for probably three or four hours one night. And we were playing the computer. And we were playing like two characters. And we got set. And it was hard as fuck to beat those characters. When you put them all the way up? Yeah, something yeah. that's pretty tough. I mean, it... You know, in some of the newer ones, if you put, if you put them up all the way to the top difficulty, and depending on who you get, sometimes it's pretty it's pretty tough. And usually, I play Ike or you know something like that. It's a little slower, but they have so much power; it makes up for it. Yep. Speaking of power, Chris, um, guess what comes out? Power. I think it's next week. I do believe. Do 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 do. Oh, I can't. I'm not saying. I'm I'm humming the uh, the. The thing wrong. The new Star Wars? Harry Potter. Oh. Fantastic Beasts, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. It's going to be great. Mm, I didn't know that. I hadn't heard about that for some reason. It's so the cool thing about it is I'm, I'm really excited about this one because the theories are all coming out. Mm -hmm. So um, do you remember Voldemort's Pet Snake? Why is it that I haven't seen any trailers for this? It's, it's been weird. all over the internet, dude. It's been huge. I know. But normally I don't know why. So do you Facebook know? Facebook would like target me. Or so something. do you know Voldemort's pet snake, Nagini? Yeah, yeah. Nagi and Nagini yeah. is the Horcrux, right? Right. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. It's been fucking years. Not, not my bad. But yeah, so Nagini is is uh is in Crimes of Grindelwald because Nagini is a special is actually a person and like she has like a um, a symptom that turns them into like there's like a certain symptom that turns them into um, an animal permanently at like at some point in their life. And that's why Nagini is so attached to Voldemort. It's really, uh, it's. I don't it, like that. It's awesome. I love it. I love it because it because I mean, it explains like, like stuff like like with Luna. Luna I, has the same symptom. Like her mom had it, and they're saying that um, that's why her mom was doing those crazy spells because she was trying to cure herself of it because she knew Luna had it too, 
And so that's why she killed herself while doing a spell. Because it talks about Luna. Her mom killed herself while doing crazy magic. Right. And so that's that's what Luna had too. And so it's dude, it's it's awesome. It explains so much like how. But the my problem with that is just that I know in the books, they presented Nagini as just a snake that happened to be around. Mm-mm. No, 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 because. They talk they about yeah yeah they do because I know he runs around as a mouse for a little while and then um, who runs around a rat, as a mouse and then he takes over a, a snake no he doesn't yeah. no 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 Pettigrew runs around as a mouse Peter no, Pettigrew yeah no he he's a rat because that's what he can I'm saying no, like Voldemort, Voldemort searched around for something that he could and the only thing the only thing he could go into were snakes that's the only thing he could live in because he, the, he ate rats to stay alive. As a snake, but he he has the so, thought talking. It was just a regular snake. It wasn't. I the reason I reason I know so much about this is because I started researching it, and so it it all starts to click. She backwrote all of this, and so like if you go I'm on like skeptical that if she you really go, did. If you go on Pottermore dot com to where you can I feel like this is a revision. It's not. So if you go to Pottermore, so she this is this is the crazy thing. So if you go to Pottermore and um, you start to dive down into the history. She actually left loopholes because she knew she wanted to expand the 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 wizarding world, and she mentions you know how um, in the book it was really weird when um, Bertha, um, Bethilda Badcox, um, Bethilda they meet Bethilda in God- Godric's Hollow, and um, and it's actually Nagini the Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's all dressed up in a, in snake so in clothes. Yeah. Okay, so. That is a prime detail of what's coming out in Crimes of Grindelwald because the snake, because like, and Dumbledore even before that, Dumbledore always said that he knew something was different with Nagini. And then the instruments inside Dumbledore's office, um, if you look back into the writing in Dumbledore's office, he's uh, when Harry was was the snake and the snake attack attacks Mr. Weasley, and they go to Dumbledore's office, and Dumbledore won't look at him, but Dumbledore's looking at his instrument and he sees it swirling, and the, and Harry sees the snake in the instrument. Um, that instrument, like the snake becomes mad, the snake is magical, and Dumbledore starts to put the pieces together because Dumbledore is in this movie and knows about Nagini in the movie. But in the books, it was because he was realizing that Nagini was a Horcrux. Yes, but that, that it all, it, but no, that's tr- that's what I'm saying though. But he knows that Nagini's yeah, not, I mean, or, but Nagini, but no, no, a normal Horcrux wouldn't have the powers Nagini does though. Nagini, Nagini has specific. Nagini is a, is not a normal snake. Right, I thought that was from being part of Voldemort for so long. Mm-mm. That's kind of how the books made it seem. No, it's not. I I read it completely different. So okay, I'm gonna send you links tomorrow. There's um for people that listen to this, there's a great um YouTube channel. It's called um um oh, I can't remember the names now. The Carly the Carlin brothers. And um, the Super Carlin Brothers, I think is what it is. And they discuss, like, theories on, like, Harry Potter, um, well, I think Pixar, and stuff like that. This is what I – my take based on what you said is that and they this to, and, is current from And, 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 and the but stuff I that just, they were talking about wasn't a theory. J.K. Rowling has already answered questions about Nagini right, on Pottermore. she's already rewritten other things about the books. So – or, like, with, she's through the writer. Twitter account. So that's – I mean – I'm not going to concede that that was the original intent of the of the Nagini. I think she, I think it's a revision. That's my that's my only. I have to. I'll I'll look at your links. So okay. I'll, I'll follow it. I'll I'll keep an open mind. Okay. So um, 
so the Crimes of Grindelwald is coming out, which I'm excited about because right. we finally get to see younger Dumbledore and we get to see um, yeah, Grindelwald. Yeah. And then um, the Mirror of, uh, of Aristotle comes back into play again. And um, uh, when Hen- when Harry sees it in the first book, and um, do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. He, so he that comes back. So that comes back into play because right? it comes why why Dumbledore couldn't um, confront Grindelwald right away, and then um, what else is coming out in the book? And then you kind of learn about Grind- uh, how Grindelwald was different from uh, Voldemort because Voldemort was way more like sadistic and wants to kill more muggles than than Grindelwald did. Grindelwald wanted power, but his power was kind of different. For so, the greater good. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. So I'm I'm excited. Oh, that was a lot. I'm kind of excited to see that too. Jesse, any takes on? Are you excited? I don't know anything about anything about this. About Harry Potter. I I know that Harry Potter exists in a fantasy world, and I've read the first book. Well, and you know, it's got a character named Harry Potter. I read the first book, like twenty two oh, years so ago. So you know no. that there's, so you know Voldemort. Twenty years ago. So you know Voldemort. And you know Harry Potter. He who must not be named. And Hermione. And Ron. I read the first book. And Dumbledore. Yeah, these are all things from the first book. It's been over 20 years since I read the first book. You need to reread them. They're all good. I've read the first book. You read the first book before 1998? I read it for AR. You said 20 years. It's been over 20 years. I read it for AR points maybe our freshman year. So 19 years. Okay. It was worth 13 AR points. Know for was, those who don't I didn't know, know it was out then. That was an accelerated reading it was, program. Yeah, it was it was either it was either freshman or sophomore year. I think it was freshman I year. I can't remember so what. 13 points out. right there, baby. And I had to get to 20. The other ones were by football but, books. Thing is, okay, the, okay, okay, but here's the thing is, <laughs> so Jesse, Chris and I talked about this on our first podcast. The, the problem with the books is they started with a younger audience and they gradually get better. Like they get older as the reading gets older as they go on. So like the 5th, 6th, 7th, Yeah, but seventh, it seems eight, like Jesse was the right age to be... The first one was yeah, good. A little bit older. No, but what I'm saying... It was fine. No, I'm not saying it's not like... I'm, but it gets more interesting for our age group because like by the time you get to the 8th book, which is the... Um, well, it's not really a book, but it's a playwright. Um, it's pretty dark. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I like it. So I was going to say, we should go see it, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, tell you what movie I, I'm, I'm looking forward to going to see is Bohemian Rhapsody. That should be good. Bullshit. Should, I heard mixed that. No reviews way. on it. It's got Mike Myers in it. No, I, I refuse to go see it. Why? LGBTQ, dude. What about it? That's It's it's just another propaganda piece. I'm, I'm over it. That's all. They're just trying to play prop. I'm joking. No, I'm really excited. I'm yeah, really like, confused about the no, joke. I, I heard they make... Fred I heard, Mercury. I was joking. I heard yeah. they made Freddie Mercury gay. Yeah, <laughs> that's just PC culture. Yeah, PC bullshit, dude. <laughs> they're just taking great artists and making them gay. Well, you know, they... <laughs> no, so that movie when I when I would see the representation, you know, when I would see the uh, trailers, it would give me chills because everything when I hear Queen, it reminds me of sports. It just does like the doom doom the doom doom, you know, like that reminds me of getting ready for a fucking race or a game. Um, you know, we are the champions, and their music is so iconic. So Monica's parents went and saw it, and they loved it. They said it was one of the best movies they've seen. Oh, good. Well, I, I love Queen, so, I, I and I'm real excited because the trailer, the guy looks like he's really nails Freddie Mercury. Hundred percent. Yeah, he's I mean, awesome. So Did I'm you? Just so excited. Do you want to know um, what Monica learned tonight for the first time? 
Do I want to know, Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> um, guess what song Monica has never heard before from one of your favorite bands? Um, oh, she'd go oh, heaven, go to I hell. I actually know what it is. Yeah. Ooh, look at you. Yep. Because you guys called me and left it as a voice note. I did. I know. That's how I knew. Monica never has heard that song before tonight. Well, that was like I'm the first cake song that I liked. I I'm saw glad the you video. could enlighten her. It's it's insane. It's it's a great song. It's but like she's a '90s child. She totally know that song. Actually, I don't even believe the the metaphor in it either. Though sheep go to heaven. I mean, being a sheep, you don't want to be a sheep. But that's that's from the Bible, Jesse. You don't want to be a sheep. <laughs> Jesus I'm is saying, a shepherd. I'm saying it. We are his flock. We're his heaven. flock. We're his sheep. Goats sheep go to hell. Don't go to heaven, Chris. In the Bible, they do. Okay, not well, in life. No, technically, goats would go to hell because you'd be astray from God. Because sheep would follow in the Lord. They, they're the they're being shepherded by the Lord to heaven. And goats are like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to be atheist. Right, that's, that's... We're talking about different kinds of sheep. You're t- you're thinking of it like in political terms. Like, oh, that guy's just a pawn I'm of the game. thinking about it in, term- in social terms and anything. Well, political. Anything and social. everything. Yeah, I know. You're Lamb of, of God. You're thinking beta male versus alpha male type thinking. People Jesus. that... Lamb of God. Oh, God. <laughs> Worthy is our name. This is the song I'm supposed to know. It's, it's a, it's a this is, Jesus you're song. You're the rocket I will keep, or something like that. Um, um, you're yeah. my all in all. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a hymnal. Sing along. Um, you couple sheep. I learned that before. Sheep go I was to heaven, Jesse. That's, that's from the Bible. What would Mark say? I was possessed by the devil? Something but like that. the cake song is sarcastic about it. And it's kind of mocking that. Oh, yeah, she'd go to heaven. All the people uncritically wow. living their lives, running party to party. I can't believe and, they, and they hate sing, God. And they sang the song Distance. He's going the distance. Ba-bum, ba-bum. He's going for speed. How does this have to do with sheep? All alone, all alone, all alone. In, in the time, time of need. need. Because he's, he's racing, racing he's pacing, pacing. And plotting the course. He's fighting and biting and riding on his horse. You never heard the song before? Of distance. course I've heard the song. I mean, you guys can keep singing it. <laughs> I, I don't, that's fine with me. I mean. <laughs> Cake is awesome. It's good to eat and it's good to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's all right to eat. I mean. I know we talked about cake last podcast too, but like, I just, it was really funny because after the podcast, Monica, we were getting ready this morning when it finally loaded on my iTunes and, um, Monica's like cake. I'm like, yeah, the, the band cake, it's like the distance song. I'm like, yeah, that's them. Have you never heard the song? Sheep go to heaven, goats go to hell. She's like, no. I'm like, like not again. First die hard. (laughs) She doesn't like bacon. She had never seen Die Hard. I don't, I don't blame her as much for Cake. I, I feel like it was... it was, But it was on the radio all the time. Yeah, I mean, they had their hit songs, but it was also seemed like not a mainstream kind of thing. Even she knew, though there were... But the, you, okay, she's a cross-country... Chris, yeah. she's a cross-country girl. Well, that's why she knew the distance. I know, okay, so. but... If you There's, heard one song from Cake, you don't think you would like be privy um, to like an, an, just like one of the other skirt, most... long jacket might might be another one that people might readily know. The average person, not the Cake fanatic like me, who could sing along with every song. No, you can't. Didn't we do this with Tenacious D? <laughs> we don't need to do it again. Um, so 2018 is coming towards an end. Um, it is. So it's is. It's been a good. It's been a good couple of days. I can finally see. That's, that's always a good thing. It's a plus. I was telling Jesse earlier. 
Um, I had LASIK eye surgery about 11 years ago, and I can finally... I was having some issues. I was having headaches, and no one could figure out what was going on. I went to one eye doctor. They said, oh, your eyes are a little dry. Let's wait a month, and you come back. And So I'm like, well, I'm going to get a second opinion. So I went to another eye doctor, and they're like, uh, you should have glasses. And so they finally got them, and when I put them on for the first time, like I almost fell over. Like The difference was astonishing to me. Because I thought my eyes were, were good. I thought it was fine. I thought it just needed a little adjustment. It, it's pretty bad. How heavy were the glasses? I'm not... See, I'm not that bad. But no, I'm, I'm saying, uh, how heavy were they? You almost fell over when you put them on. Oh. And then... And then, just to help you with this, I told you before you ever went and saw the doctors that if you quit masturbating, you'd quit going blind. Technically, that's supposed that. to help you in life. No, it doesn't help your eyesight. <laughs> I've been eating carrots like crazy. Then that, that only helps you see it at night. <laughs> yeah, if you jerk off a little less, the carrots would work. Well, that only at night though. Uh, is four times a day too much? <laughs> uh, talk to your therapist. <laughs> I, mean, I am sure. talking to my therapist. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it just depends on the person, man. Does your dick hurt? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's resilient, dude. It bounces right back every time. <laughs> that would actually that would be so horrific if you did that. Like that would that would be so terrible. Like in my head, it just feels bad already. That's just too much time wasted. Um, so no, I I can see now. But so during the appointment, so Tim is having the same issue that I'm having. My brother. And You're still talking about the masturbation. Yeah. No, we're not. We're off of this, Jesse. <laughs> we're, your mind's in the gutter. I'm going back to the heavens. Um, Sheep. I'm getting. Uh, Imperial, whatever that imperial is that the word ephemeral ephemeral there we go ephemeral anyhow you're being um, really ephemeral or, or ethereal is would be the heavenly Heaven. type thing, uh, okay yeah. so i was right okay ethereal so yeah there we go and um and so uh so i told i was telling them there i'm like you know what i need to book an appointment for tim because tim refuses to go to the eye doctor and the reason i know tim needs to go to the eye doctor is because he came over on my birthday which was a couple weeks ago and we were, we were playing xbox together we did the same thing. I can't see. I can't like so. We were playing a game, Seven Days to Die, and like it's kind of like Minecraft a little bit. You've got to like hack down trees and build a fort to keep the zombies out. It's a lot of fun, but it requires reading, and like you have to read like the the materials or like the the lives on the screen. I can't read it from the couch to the TV, so I go get a chair and I'll sit in front of the TV like really close so I could see it. Tim and I did the same exact thing, playing the same exact game. And so I booked him an appointment right after I picked up my glasses. So when I fly back from Florida on Monday, we're going to the eye doctor. I'm going with him on Monday. Yeah, get him some glasses. I know, dude. Jesse needs them too. They do make a big difference. I remember when I first got them, I was... Um, Elaine is the one who talked me into going to the eye doctor because she realized I couldn't read things that she could read just fine from a distance. And... and I thought I my I had perfectly fine eyesight because I could see fine for the most part, um, and then I put the glasses on and suddenly I'm like, can see like the leaves in the trees yes, and stuff. Yes, that's how it's I was. Like, it's beautiful. Yeah, like I've been in like a fork, euphoric the last couple of days. I'm yeah. like, oh fuck, I can There's see. There's so much I can see. I can see. I can see. You know what we're talking about, Jesse? Yeah, seeing. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I mean, okay. I've had so, I've had LASIK, Chris. I couldn't see back in the day. Yeah. My vision was horrendous. So it's still bad. Was it euphoric the first couple of days after you got LASIK? Well, I mean, it was good. I mean, I wore glasses before that, so it wasn't like. Do you remember the first time you got glasses? When did you get your LASIK, Very Jesse? Young. I was twenty five. So I'm thirty six. Eleven years ago. 
But so you've had it about the same time as I have. Yeah. I've not. Dr. Saturday. I've not had those. How's your eyes? Are your eyes doing good? Last I went, I went and had them checked, which was probably a little over a year ago. They were like uh, 2020 and then 2025 and the other. Yeah, so I was 20, 2040, 20 you like something. Lower. You don't even know, Chris. You don't know anything <laughs> about eyes. I so I got my have pres- to. So it was really funny. So when I went to get my prescription, I was just like you, Chris. She goes, mm-hmm. "Well, you're not. Your prescription's not thick, but mm-hmm. you'll notice a difference." I I didn't realize how much I was missing out of because like I take them off now. Yeah. And I didn't realize like how blurry the life is now. Like, do you realize the blurriness when you take your glasses off? Yeah, I mean, well, kind of. Yeah, I have to like look at specific things. So like I can't read. I can read February, but the words are blurry over there. Yeah. And now I can like. 100% read it and I and the, and the reason I always it was really funny because Monica wears contacts and we'd be looking at TV shows on Netflix and I'd get so frustrated because I couldn't fucking read the description of the show so I'd go stand up walking for the TV and I was like yeah. I'm like I'm over this shit but it's over it yeah I was doing the same thing um, <laughs> and, well and the other thing is like it's your eyes work well enough that like you don't they don't give you constant headaches but it's like over time it builds up and then suddenly you start getting headaches and then then you get you put the glasses on and suddenly the headaches go away that was that was my experience i never had that issue i never had that issue until well that's what i mean until recently right it was really yeah. weird dude like that no, shit came out of nowhere like same here well like um so then I, the first time I got glasses, I wore them for a while, but then they were kind of annoying. So then I just kind of stopped wearing them because it was like, well, I can see, like I said before, I can see well enough. But then after like a couple of years, then I started getting headaches. It wasn't immediate. Mm. It like took years, but then... So suddenly, same with me. Yeah. And the weird thing is, um, what I thought was weird is because I went to the eye exam, anything like from, from here on, perfect. No, yeah. no issues at all. Like I can look down and read everything on the screen. Everything is fine there. So like my, re- I don't need reading glasses. And she says I don't need glasses if I'm not like walking around. Like right. don't need glasses for shit like that. But fuck that, dude. Like I can see leaves now. Yeah. Like in driving at night is way better. Like yeah. it's a hundred percent better. And oh I yeah, night is yeah. And then the big thing was too, I couldn't see sports games. Like I'm excited to go to like a football game or like a baseball game. And um, I noticed it when I was golfing. I couldn't when I hit the golf ball. I couldn't follow the golf ball. I'd have to have other people like look at it for because I would lose it. Like after yeah. after like thirty yards, the shit would be gone. Like I couldn't see it. So yeah, what, what do you want to talk about, Jesse? We're talking about no. I'm t- I'm fine talking about eyes. Eyes are fun. I mean, it's, like it's, it's, it's I'm excited, dude. I haven't. I'm excited to see. Like it, it's like a, it's it's euphoric for me. Well, plus you almost died a couple of weeks ago, right? It felt like it. Well, the, well, did the damn doctor like? And so I just spent twelve hundred dollars on a fucking CAT scan, and they, uh, which is fine, you know, because they, I, I'm not sick. I never get sick, you know. I don't puke. I don't get sick. Um, I got the flu shot for the first time ever, and it was terrible. <laughs> and um, I would do the day after I got the flu shot. I felt horrendous, like just horrendous. And anyhow, besides that. I was bleeding from my nose, and so I don't get sick. I never go to the doctor, and they're like, well, you're in your 30s. A lot of times, one, it could be a small aneurysm, and um, they were talking about having me do an MRI or a CAT scan, and um, 
they don't think it was sinus infection because they were they were touching my nose and they were looking for sinus infection like her signs of a sinus infection i didn't have any of those signs but i had this like crazy pressure in my head mm-hmm. and i couldn't sleep i didn't sleep for like five or six days i was starting to get like insom like uh, insomnia whatever it is and um i was fucking angry like i was like i was at like my wits end dude and then um i needed to do something and so I went to two C- CVS is terrible. They're good for like small stuff, terrible for helping me out. So I finally buckled down and I went to a doctor and the doctor's like, well, you need to go. You need to hear. They gave me a shot for a migraine in my hip, which that fucking hurt. And getting a shot in your hip's not cool. And then um, they sent me home and I felt better. And then um, a couple days later, like I had, I still had that pressure there. So it's so like, well, we need to do a CAT scan. We need to make sure that nothing's going on. So, But she's like, you could have, um, they ruled me out from meningitis. Um, they were talking about doing like a, like a lumbar tap, whatever that the fuck that's called. I'm like, you're not sticking, yeah. <laughs> doing that. Is that where they draw some spinal fluid? Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Tap. Like, and like, you know, I was freaking out, dude. And so I, my nose finally stopped bleeding like a couple of days ago or yesterday. Well, it's actually well, two days ago. So, cause it's over midnight now, but yeah. I don't have anything wrong with me. Wouldn't you be freaking out too? If you yeah. had that happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I had that happen. I've never had anything You know weird what's happen. great for stopping nosebleeds? Cocaine? Cotton balls. Oh. <laughs> you just, just shove them up your nose? Shove them up your nose. I thought and you were talking about that burger, that burger sugar, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that old burger no, sugar. Doesn't that cause nosebleeds? <laughs> I know. That's what I was saying. <laughs> um, Jesse knows about that. Cotton balls? You stick, nope. you stick cotton balls up your nose? Nah, I stick him up my butt. No, he's talking about cocaine. Oh, okay. That's what he's talking about. Oh, I didn't realize he's that ever talk- He's not talking about cotton balls. I didn't even Chris realize that. Chris is being cute over there. He's so funny. I've never heard people <laughs> call you. cocaine cotton balls. Well, no, he he was talking about cotton balls when he was talking about cotton balls, but then he was talking about cocaine. Yeah. Okay. And he was still talking about cocaine with me. <laughs> I said cocaine causes your nose to bleed. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. And then I said Jesse knows about it. Charlie Murphy! Order of operations. Uh, that's a, does a crackhead lift up the bus? <laughs> <laughs> something I was going to say a little bit ago, but now I don't remember. Great story. <laughs> awesome segue, Jesse. I mean, really powerful. Well, I don't remember. Moving us gonna, into our was, next segment. I was going to move on, but you guys were talking about eyes for so long, and then I forgot, and then I was just like, hmm, how can I make like a helmet on my head with my hand? I asked you if you wanted to talk about something yeah, we, different. I played. I just no. played around. No, I was. I, I just can't remember what it was now. But just keep talking, ladies and gentlemen. You're, I'm sitting next to the person who hasn't puked since he's been 16. He is now 73. I'm 73 years old. No, I haven't. What? Yeah, I haven't thrown up since I was 16. He has never puked since he's been 16 years old. But why is? Oh. 22 years. I have no idea. Is that even? I so we were no, talking that about that up. 20 were you years. Here at the party when we were talking about this. No. At the Halloween party. So we were talking about this. Maybe it was that next morning. I think it was the next morning. And Rose like, I like throwing up. I'm like, who likes throwing up? Well, I don't like it, but I do think it makes me feel better. That's kind of what she was saying. She's like, I but, like to do it because it makes me feel better. But I don't like to do it. Like, I, I will try to keep it down even though I know I will feel better if I do it. I, that's, will, I know, but I just... That's what I'm like. I used to make myself puke in like college. It. Like, after I, after I was... Um, Probably for three or four times when I used to drink a lot, I used to make myself puke. Puke and rally? Yeah. I used to make myself puke in college after I drank a lot. And then I would go chug a water and I keep drinking, but I yeah, know that was you puke to stop from getting alcohol poisoning. 
Right. No, so I would gag you myself. Keep, <laughs> keep drinking. So you yeah. can keep drinking. But your body makes you puke, so you don't die. No, no, right. no, no. I would gag <laughs> right. myself. So now, now you're good to keep going. So my body wasn't. I was self-regulating. College students That's are so poison. stupid. They, they so are dumb. stupid. I know. So dumb. Never done so, that before. Never done that. One so. of the best things. This is probably. I'll never forget this. We were um, doing beer bongs. Um, my friend Matt Boone. I think you guys both met Maddie. Oh, he was in the wedding. And um, we're at his parents' house in college. And I tried to, I did a beer bong that I, did, I followed up with another one. And then Coleman challenged me. And I did three beers in a row in one beer, like in a beer bong. And as soon as it left my mouth, I just puked. And it was like straight beer coming out. Like it went down, but it came right back up. And then after I get done puking, I hear Matt come over. He goes, he's like, Soldier on, <laughs> answer another beer. <laughs> well, that's this is so stupid. No, that's why people die in college. I know it's so dumb. Don't do this at home, kids. It's not. It's not <laughs> worth it. Or boofing. Yeah, or boofing, which is just what is flatulence. Boofing? What is boofing? It's just flatulence, flatulence, guys. What is flatulence? No, it's not like flatulence. Like huh? It's not like flatulence. <laughs> well, okay. It's, yeah, flatulence is, is farting. Brett so Kavanaugh bo- says it's it's farting, and it's so it boofing is sticking beer up your ass and farting it out. No, no it's farting. just when they no pour it in your anus, so you get drunk faster. And it's, yeah, because your your calm will absorb. How do you even, how do you more. figure that out? I don't know how they figured it out. <laughs> trial and error, <laughs> just like Zelda. Is it like just like is it, is it like road trip when you go to the uh, my donation whole life clinic? I've been putting this in my mouth hole, but what about my nose hole, dude? <laughs> no, have you seen no a beer bong? There. Let's the, try my ear hole. The hose on a beer bong <laughs> Let's is, try my is, is pretty big. <laughs> yeah, that would not even lubricant would not help that out. That would not feel good no. at all. No. For one, don't knock it till you try it. Two, maybe they use a little bit different. No, I'm telling end. you, it doesn't feel good. You're saying if you use that big one, He's it doesn't done it. Doesn't He's fit your. Tried it. We tried it in college, Jesse. <laughs> he boofed probably because I saw Count. They, they I saw, called him the boofing king. Well, because well, and when, I was in Manhattan with Chris, and he had Kavanaugh's calendar for some reason. I'm like, Chris, what is boofing? And he's like, Well, you know, I'm like, Okay, well, I Chris, I trust you. You know, you're a good friend. Let's just try Chris it out. Chris will help you do that, I think, and he wouldn't <laughs> judge you, and he would keep that secret. <laughs> Right, until, yeah. until I ran for my presidency. No. <laughs> and all of a sudden, shit starts coming out of the woodworks. Well, if you ran it as a Republican, yes. That's possible he would destroy you. I mean, he wouldn't even vote the other day for someone who has his last name. Because it's nepotism. Did you vote for anybody that was Republican at all? Why would he do that? Um, no, I don't think I did, actually. I voted for uh, liberals. Okay. Why? Um, I'm just joking. I no, no, care. no. I'll, I'll explain because I don't. I, don't even, trust... I really don't care. It doesn't matter. Well, no, I, I just don't. I don't trust conservatives with education, and Kansas education right now is is complete shit. I think conservatives have done a terrible job at um, with the education system in Kansas. Their funding's terrible. Um, Chris Kobach is just another incarnation of Sam Brownback. So why would we want to continue that party? Um, and. Honestly, the conservatives ran the worst ad I have ever seen against Paul Davis. Paul Davis was caught at a strip club. Well, it seemed to have worked because he lost. I, I, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like. I don't care. Like I'm like, listen, ooh, he was at a strip club, so bad. Like, like guess I'm voting for that guy. Like I don't know. It's just that shit like irritates me. I'm just over it. But um. I didn't know he lost. He was up last time I looked. 
No, your new representative is Steve Watkins. Oh, Good job. Did I vote for that guy? You, you did probably not. did. Yes. No, you didn't. No, Jesse did not. Because you and Johnson. So you oh, now I'm angry again. You would have either voted for Sharice Davis, Davis or Kevin Yoder. Yeah, I lost that one. So people kept asking me if I voted for Sharice Davis. I'm like, <laughs> I can't vote for Sharice Davis. She's not in my district. Right. I had to vote for... Um, See... The district that you're voting in, Matt, that I'm Kansas second district second, with John oh, with Jim Ryan, man. Jim used, Ryan was it, in my district. He used, um, but when he was in charge of it or uh, being elected to it, it went from Leavenworth all the way over to Manhattan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like the northeast corner. The gerrymandering, dude, and, I'm telling you. And then, and Paul Davis was winning the third, which kind of is like what the third is now, but it also took in Lawrence and and, and then went south, the bottom. Corner of the state. You know, I never looked at the how the and lines are. Paul drawn. Davis would win that because he was in Lawrence, and then then they the 2010 census happened, and they redistrict they redrew the districts and got rid of Paul Davis's district so that those were both Republican safe Republican seats. I hate gerrymandering. I think it's stupid. I think it, it rigs elections. Well, but I would say this: they did do that, but it, they're pretty fair districts as far as. I'm not just saying, goes, but there are some really bad ones out I'm there. I'm just saying, not notwithstanding Kansas. I'm right. saying in yeah. general. Yeah, there's because there's because you're taking a census. You're like, hmm. Because mm-hmm. look at New York, All right, and um, not New York. I'm sorry, didn't miss any. Look at Florida. Oh yeah. And look at how some of the the like um, stuff works in Florida. There was another state I was looking at that's pretty fucked up. Um, there's a bunch of really small districts, mm-hmm. and they're all blue. Right. You know what I mean? And then, or you would have a whole state that's red, and then the, it still goes blue because of, like, the, the population center. The populace is, like, obviously larger there, but mm-hmm. the whole state's red. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. It's just it's just, it's just just kind of a messed up system in a way, and how the lines are drawn. But mm-hmm. it's fine with me. I mean, it's just, I don't think it's that big of a deal. People are like, and I don't, I was talking to Jesse about this, Chris, and I wanted your opinion. Why is it historical? Because CNN and ABC kept saying this is an historical election or midterm election what makes it historical oh i would have to see what they were talking about I about the about the dems taking the house as a historical feat which i don't it happens all the time in politics um well it was a large swing um even even given the midterm um trend of of the was it incumbent. i thought you said it was small jesse it was thirty. I think it's going to be like thirty-four seats or something like they that. They needed Obama's, twenty. I think Obama they needed was sixty-three, and I think his was fifty something. They needed twenty-three and, uh, to get control of the house. I think Clinton was also like fifty something. Because they only but, needed twenty-three seats to get the house, so they obviously went above that. Yeah, they're going to be like, right. The last I saw, they were at two twenty-two, and you need what two nineteen for majority two eight. The two eighteen or two nineteen for majority in the house. Right. So two eighteen. Probably two nineteen because that'd be the. Two eighteenth. Oh it's, yeah, it would it's, it's going to be an even number yeah. because yeah, it's, yeah, four thirty-five. It's above the historical um, swing. Just, just like if you just took generic president, just not doing a generic. Yeah. Well, even no recent ones. I mean, like uh, the uh, first the term, two thousand fourteen. No, I'm midterms. talking about first mer- first, um, first midterm. George after Bush's went. first midterm. He he actually did better, but that was because of nine eleven. But I'm just saying, like. I mean, it's only been three presidents. That's a small sample size. If you go back, so I don't know why what the benefit is in cutting it off at Clinton to say, oh, well, since Clinton, this is the norm. It's three 
examples. Well, I'm saying it's most modern though. Right? Yeah, but it's it's your sample size is so small as to be uninformative. Well, well, which which ones which ones less informative? One that has like the last twenty years or thirty years, or one that takes into account stuff that happened a hundred or two hundred years ago. Well, but you have for a larger this, sample size, size so you size. can you can see when you're talking about what a normal effect is, right? That's what we're trying to talk about. So, so as usually wouldn't even have the same amount of representatives. So you'd have to, if you're not basing it on percentage, it wouldn't even matter. It's um, actually I don't. When was the last time the house? Grew. I think it's been. Chris, quite don't a bit. ask me that question. I think it's been at least. <laughs> we, we'd have to. We'd have to. Did, they, can I ask you a question? The they were, numbers. Um, I was watching because I would just watch on YouTube Live because Monica and I got rid of um internet or cable. We just have internet now, which is fucking awesome. And uh, while Jesse looks that up, I got a question. They were seeing people voting online. How did that work out? I don't understand that. They're talking about people voting online. Like um, ABC and CNN, we're talking about um, you could vote online, but that doesn't make any sense on how that would even be, be possible. Well, um, it makes I could see how it would be possible technologically. I don't. Th- I haven't I think heard we, of I didn't any think we were specific. There yet, though. Well, we're there. We could do it right now if we, we have want to. Implement. I mean, not, I don't not, think there's any laws about it that I've heard of. No, yeah. we're, we're technically there. Like right. we can we can put it into play, but. I don't, yeah, I didn't think I don't we think, were. They, I, I don't think we were anyone. implementing it. Yeah. yeah, I hadn't heard of that yet. Um, unless maybe they're talking about like servicemen overseas. Because maybe. if people were able to vote online, there'd be no Republicans left. Hmm. I mean, I think sometimes people are. That's um, a cool chart. Yeah, I just gotta keep looking at it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Chris and I could talk. So no, I was. Um, I was. It was kind of interesting because I looked at it. So I thought it split, though. I thought there was two Democrats, two Republicans in Kansas. Um. Well, I mean, so Paul I guess, Davis was up early, but so I, by I, the end of the night, he lost. Yeah. I did not realize that. So I looked at it so early. It's three and did, one. Yeah. He was up so much, I didn't go back and look at it. Yeah, but I guess so. It's three one now. So we didn't split. So I'm wrong. Yeah. I can't remember what I said. That I said that on something. So whatever I said that I redacted. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. But we, <laughs> I guess technically we split because we got a Democratic governor. Yeah. So I thought it was weird that she, Davis is she, is she would be lose. Be, she could be better than Sebelius? But Laura Kelly would win. I mean, I, I, because especially with Greg Orman running, because you would think you would need he really would big votes. Democratic. He, he only took three percent, though. He didn't take very much. Right. Yeah. That's. I know the, the last polls right beforehand. They were I like, thought he would he do better because like, I well, voted for him. Well, he was at like ten percent in the the last couple polls. Um, but maybe uh, people must have just gone in there and be like, man, I don't want to risk Kobach. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, because most I, people seem to hate him. I didn't know. I, I didn't know why, I, but myself personally. I didn't, I don't know who Kelly is. I don't, is that her, that's her name, oh, right? She, she's a long time Kansas politician. She's been. I just don't know yeah. much about her because I was, I've been gone from Kansas for so long. I mean, yeah. I've been back, but I haven't really studied the interim politics. Brownback's yeah. been here most of the time. I think been she's here. been like the Democratic leader of the the party, for, like Speaker of the House or Senate or something. I just, I do Senate not like President. Kobach at not, all. Not, not Speaker of the House, but, and so, you know, minority and why would the Republic So Kobach's like a Clinton. Why would they let him run in Kansas City? He's hated so much here. Um. What do, you, what do you mean? The Republican Party. Why would they? Why would they primary him? Why would they let him? Like, if you're Republican, 
He's hated in Kansas. Well, they tried to get Jeff Collier. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Republic, they just pulled a Hillary Clinton. They're so dumb. Well, Call it was, your mom. It, it was the same way that Trump won, is that I know. there are more than one moderate Republican um, or non-crazy Republican, and they split the vote, and Kobach had a bigger base, so his base won it for him. There's Politics is so dumb sometimes, because anybody, any other Republican probably would have won. Or had a better shot. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Sebelius has a little quote I always like to bring up in this situation. She said, Democrats don't win in Kansas. Republicans lose. That's true. Well, because one of my all my friends, so... And I'm not, I'm not crazy conservative. I like... I'm, I'm pretty... I'm pretty moderate, really. I go, I swing both ways sometimes. Jesse knows this, and um, yes, I do. <laughs> I saw that on purpose, and so, but I went back to run that race in Reno to like, so how did you, did you vote for Trump? That's one of the first questions I was asked. I'm like, why? Because I'm from Kansas, I have to vote for Trump. No, because you're white. That's not. That no, wasn't because I'm. And white. you're a male. White males do not vote for Trump. It's actually very opposite. It's actually, it's very true. <laughs> actually, and, actually and it's actually kind of funny. That educated white women too. Well, technically, educated white Un- males vote for Trump. There's a split. Un- uneducated white women. Yeah. yeah. Without, well, I'm, I'm saying he. I'm saying he won. He won white women last time. Like 54 percent of white women. Uneducated though, wasn't total. I, I, was total. It really I don't think total. It was total. I thought it was uneducated. Okay, let me prove you wrong on that I one, know. too. What do you but got do, over there, do, Jesse? What did well, you, you find out? Well, I mean, it depends on what are you looking for. Like, how often does do they lose more than 30-something seats? Because I have a chart here from, like, 1910, and I can go through some of them if you'd like. Mm-hmm. What, what was but the it consensus? doesn't really matter to, anything. Do you have an overview? On what? Well, I mean, over depends on what you mean. I mean, like, you know, like Taft. There's a switch of 56. Woodrow Wilson in his first term. There's a, sw- a, a swing of 61 House... Warren G. Harding, so, 77. One Herbert second. Hoover, 52. Okay, I got a quick question. Franklin DeRose about in the second term lost 72, and then How in the far third back, term he lost 45. How far back do you have to go for it to be considered historical? Is there a certain time frame? No, that's I'm fine I, with I don't these think, times. I don't think the I, – I, I, I think that article, I didn't read all of it um, that he's talking about. I don't think it had to do with how many they won. I think there was something else they were saying was historical about like it. people being I think it had to do or... with the amount of women that was running. Uh, actually, I'm not sure because there was other ones I read that were about how many women ran. Oh, you know what? I didn't even think won. about this, Chris. You know what so they may have been talking about? Are historical. Maybe they were talking about Sharice Davis winning and the uh, the first gay um, governor yeah, in, in, in um, Colorado was elected. Do you want me to keep going with these lame Charisse numbers? Sharice Davis and I think someone <laughs> from New Mexico are the first Native American women to serve in Colorado. Well, there's a gay governor in Denver. Or not Denver, yeah, but Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. I don't know why well, I said there Denver. were two Muslim women yeah. who are in... Congress now, right? So maybe that's why it's historical. Yeah. Because uh, Van Jones, dude, he, he God, man. There's a there's, second there's some quote. Things, there's some you, things you I would... like about Van Jones, but there's some things that he just, he rubs me, dude, he rubs me the wrong way. He's like, this is a brown wave. I'm like, I just don't like shit like that, dude. That's just, that's such derogatory language. Well, as soon as you start breaking everything up and just demographics, I mean, uh. And I, I there's, there's <laughs> things there's that Van Jones line. does very well, but like there's stuff, shit that's like, I get what he's saying, but. He said it was heartbreaking at first because so many, because so many people were sticking to like Republicans because it was in the early, early results, right? It hadn't all been finished. Later on, he ends up coming back out and saying, oh, I feel better. My heart's mended or something like that. There's like <laughs> a, yeah, I know. I What's that say about tough. your character though? But I mean, it's the same thing. Like, remember what he said after the, after the Trump won? He was like, oh, it was a white lash against a black president. It was a white lash against, black, you know, like that's what he kept, that's what he kept going on about. It's like, you know, the country didn't get crazy more racist. The same country that 
easily voted Barack Obama in office twice. I mean, and he, handed, he handedly won both times. Voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> and I don't think it had anything to do with race. I think it had to do with just... some to do with race, but uh, it wasn't the... Uh, how, I don't think it was how would that even factor. make sense, though? And, Hillary Clinton and Trump, was pretty bad. Yeah, but and Trump didn't even win the majority of the votes. So, like, you know, if the racists were going to come out and vote, you think they would have came out and voted against Obama. <laughs> That's what well, I'm Hillary like, Clinton did really well, bad. Well, there's also there's, wasn't there's enough to a psychological it. phenomenon of moral licensing that could pl- <laughs> could come into effect there. That's an interesting word, moral licensing. I, yes. I, I know I've heard this before, but go ahead and well, explain the, it Well, the me. essential idea is if you do something good... Then it okay. gives you that, permission to do things that are bad, like in your own mind. So we talk about like the idea of people like, oh, yeah, yeah like, I mean, they're like, oh, I voted like for black Obama. people, but, but I want to, <laughs> I want to vote, I want to vote for the first black president or something. Because right. like I know that's true. Yeah. I just, I, I wasn't or, sure. And, they, the and, they'd be, and, and they would be like, well, not only that, but then I'm not racist. Having, I voted for Obama. I knew yeah. people. I know having voted for Obama, like they're like, well, that proves that I'm not racist. Yeah. And it's like absolving sin. Right. I'm going to tell all the black jokes I <laughs> want. So yeah. So now if I'm tell yeah if I if I do that yeah. kind of stuff or or if I vote for do the majority of people really think about think like that though? I, I think well, it's just no, I think I it's think, minority. You mean that that specific the, that specific topic? Or no, you mean, like that mindset. No, I think no, no. It's no addicts think, psychological addicts. No, 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 no. I would agree with you hundred percent, but I just don't think it's. But the popular vote went to Hillary Clinton, so yeah, I, I don't think it's. I don't but, think it's like the majority of voters were. Well, that, there's in that there's mindset. the electoral college aspect to the, consider as well. She was just a bad candidate, dude. No, she definitely was a bad candidate. And she's running again in 2020. When you... Do you want more of these, Chris? No, we got it, I think we're You want more of these swings, these house swings? Harry Truman, 54 in his first term. Dwight D. Eisenhower in his second term, swing of 48. Lennon B. Johnson, first term, 47. Gerald Ford, first term, 48. Of course, that was right after Nixon. First term for Jimmy Carter is only 15. Ronald Reagan, first term is 26. First one for George Bush was minus eight. Bill Clinton, change of 54. Uh, George Bush was plus eight, like you were kind of saying. Barack Obama, minus 63. So th- there's been, it's, there's plenty of upheaval when they, you know, right. move people and of in, course, people I, out. I, I, that was, I do that was a white lash, here. Jesse. The minus so 63 was a white lash. I probably but, didn't use the No, there's, I didn't read off the ones that are small, too. So there, there's plenty I, of, it's right. like half and half. But, but I, I don't want to, I probably didn't frame it correctly. When I said it was higher than the average, what I meant is... Specifically, no. the actual average. I know. Not, I think that's true. Not like the median or something. Yeah, I think that's true. And so, and and that's so. I was, I was and also, not, by the way, I was trying to fish for something that would be historic. Not. Oh yeah. Because yeah, yeah. So, so within that context, I was just curious. It was just yeah. a weird. I just saw. I'm just like, man, historic. Right. But that was I, funny I, when I was when I when I was. Well, I mean, every election's historic, right? Or, I know. When I was on my way home, I'm like, man, so much for this blue wave they kept talking about because well, everything was, was like red. Part of the red, reason that I think red. this is a significant pushback, like it's a it's a bigger than average shift. It, 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 I think you can interpret it as a kind of repudiation of the way the Republicans and Trump have been handling things. Well. well I'll say this. You could kind of interpret what was that this word you used? repudiation. What's that mean? It means to rebuke, to 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 uh, take opposition towards. Um, I think this election was there is enough ambiguity about the results that you could basically write your own narrative. 
It could be whatever. Kind of what Shapiro said. <laughs> it could be whatever. You can actually she, interpret it however you want. Shapiro said it, both sides are probably going to take the wrong. Well, <laughs> that that one's a, his was a little different because it's, it's interesting. His, it was pre. Right. He he was saying, no matter what, who, no matter who wins, they're going to take the wrong lessons. Well, I think he came back out and said after. I think he said today it's basically the well, same thing. I think uh, Trump. I, I think Trump and CNN have already shown that. I mean, but, the animosity there is ridiculous. But in term, but I think you could, you could. It was large enough that is more than just a standard bounce back from a a presidency. But um, man, where was I going with this? What was the original but it's, question? It's, uh, Moral licensing. No, <laughs> no, we were. It's controversial. As so controversial much. as Trump is, though, it could have been much, much worse. Obviously. Like, oh yeah, that's right. He, he could have turned okay, a lot so, of people off. So I think I think it's a bigger swing than it looks like because one that's of the, the of the, Times said. of the of the structural um, disadvantages for Democrats right now because in 2010, which was a wave was a wave election. That's when Obama lost 70 seats or 70 plus seats. Right, that it happened at the same time that um this there's a census and um riding that wave republicans swept so many state governments was that and Benghazi then, too um no that this was just about in reaction to obamacare and so they they not only swung the house barely didn't take the senate just barely and they swept a whole bunch of state governments like not not just they took the governorship they took like the how uh, the congress and the governorship in a whole bunch of states especially a lot of critical swing states but it allowed them to to write pretty much unhindered um the gerrymandering that we were talking about and it's a much more sophisticated gerrymandering and than what used to be the case. Oh yeah, imagine the technology they have now right. to be able to determine that shit. Right. Well, and and the thing is, it's hard to actually call it straight up gerrymandering in the traditional sense of the word because they are com- comporting with a bunch of different like parameters that we had set up. It's these these districts don't look like the original gerrymanders, where it was like these weird like snake districts that made no homogeneous culture sense. But anyway, they were definitely gaming the system to, as much as they could, which is, you know, what the, our system is designed to do. You are supposed to do that adversarial system, right? So I'm not necessarily like judging them for it, but I'm just saying. So they they got to write the districts, and that gave them a, a structural advantage in the House. It doesn't give them a structural advantage in the Senate because. The structural advantage they have in the Senate is from the Constitution itself. Two per state. Doesn't matter how many people are in the state. Each state gets two senators. And so that that's a structural advantage for rural states. Um, Quick yeah. question. Because um, i got to go soon. Um, with this new... With the new house, we were talking about earlier with the taxes and stuff. Do you think they're going to pull try to get Trump's taxes and try to get Trump impeached? I hope not. Uh, well, I mean, I would like to see his taxes. I, 
he's the first president to have not done it, but I know well, not Jesse first doesn't president, find... but first modern president. Is your is your answer gonna be really long? Um, well, I just hope, unless there's something extremely seriously bad there, um, even if it's something that theoretically could rise to the classification high crimes and misdemeanors. But it's what I, I I don't mean that though. I mean if there's something even worse than that. <laughs> then maybe I would support it. But I just feel like politically it would be bad to try to impeach him, especially the last two years um, for America. And, and not just in the sense of like it might backlash against them in the at the next election cycle, because it might not, because maybe people agree with the impeachment thing. Um for now, but I just feel like the people that it do, they don't that don't agree with it, it's just going to drive the divide even farther apart because Trump's supporters they're not going to turn on him. I think that's been proven, and no, pretty much no matter what he does, and it would have to be something like that is dangerous for the health of the country for you know the very fabric of the union um for me to kind of get behind an impeachment push why is if he got rid of Mueller tomorrow uh, would you would you support it i would have to wait and see not support because, that but like because now the that the democrats of the house they can still do investigations so if he just completely demolishes the Mueller, Mueller I said, how do you say it? i said Mueller, yeah Mueller, Mueller, Bueller probe Bueller. um and hides all Bueller. the all of the results and everything, and burns them in a pile in his back in the backyard of the White House. Once if he white went out with TV, um, bleached him like Hillary did with all of her emails. Yeah, and hit him and breaks <laughs> breaks him up with a hammer. If, even if he does all that, the House can still just open up some new investigations and re restart the whole process. And it's kind of worse what, for him if he does that. You but, heard what's going on, right? Because he's got that new guy coming in as Attorney General. Yeah, yeah. Sessions left and. His temporary replacement, Whitaker, specifically wrote a strategy for how he thinks you could um, limit the Mueller probe. And that, and so that's a big thing that everyone's talking about right now. What do you think, Jesse? I think it would be dumb of them to do that. I think it gives his opponents fodder, politically speaking. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're going to get rid of the probe. The probe's going to end soon, though. I have a feeling. Well, this, the, that was the guess, impression I got anyway, was that the probe was basically that's what I'm kind g- of done, and he was waiting for the midterms to be over that's so they wouldn't like. affect it. So, But the question now is going to be whether they try to quash his reports and, and you know, like keep the reports from actually being submitted outside of the White House. Which I can't the, see that happening. No, but I, I think that would be. There's too many leaks but. in the Trump's administration for that to happen. Well, it's because there's a lot of Democrats around. <laughs> well, let's be honest. It's not just people on the right who are just leaking out of them. Come on, let's be it's honest. It's only here. people on the right, Jesse. <laughs> let's, let's not let's not bullshit here, dude. Um, it's i have told you from the beginning. It's Mike Pence. He's got his eye on the prize, I don't think it's man. Mike Pence. I, He's got his eye on the prize. Depends on which specific leaks you're talking about, but there are a lot of leaks. All of them. No, I'm talking low I star. I think a lot of those leaks are conservative, and I think, think some of them are conservatives. <laughs> no, okay, but that's what's conspiracy theorish. But I might, I might agree with you that it's possible that there were some minor leaks that could have been pushed out by Trump intentionally, just to just I, to steal attention. There, well, there's one specifically that I just feel like has to be Trump. Was the one about the meeting with the Russians where he said whatever. 
And because it's like there is no one else there. Like it, after he was president, that meeting. Remember? Do you remember this? I don't remember it specifically. The, but he met were, with the Russians and he, maybe he gave Trump them likes top probe. secret information or something. Maybe Trump actually likes to probe. There was like, a lot of people in there. No, no. Because I, I, I think there, there was, was just there were generals, him and there like, were generals and stuff in there. There, there were a lot of people in that meeting. There were there were generals and stuff in there mm, for sure. Because the general said no, he didn't give away top you know classified information. So there was other people in there. I just don't remember who. Um, but no, I, I well, think Trump likes the probe. Because I don't know. There was there was something where it was like, it was him. Maybe it was the Chinese. I don't know. It was like how could, it, how could they have not found who leaked it? Basically, because it was like a handful of people. It would have had to have been him. Are you or talking Steve about the? Bannon are you talking about the letter that, that was? I don't know. This was the, the first. This was like the no, no. This oh, was okay. like the first six months of his presidency. There was so many. In how the first, not, like, week. How so. would you not find the person that wrote the op-ed? There's only a handful of people that could have written it. Yeah, but that no, that that person though said that they were just like a government employee or something. It's they said they worked in the White House. Yeah, but there's a lot of different people. Uh, whatever, yeah, whatever they said, I, it was pretty obscure. So it could have been a lot of different Lodestar. people. Lodestar. Well, that the op-ed Lodestar. has to be Mike Pence because Lodestar. I mean, it to, it's totally Pence. That's man. scientific. Pence, Pence said he wants nothing more. He wants to be president. Everyone, everyone knows that no one has ever heard of that word outside of a Mike Pence. Speech. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. Until I <laughs> still don't know what it is. But like, I just know so, it was used. I'm telling you, dude. It's you think it's crazy now, Trump. Is setting Pence up to take on like this is Trump is in he's like he's infiltrated this he's he's the master like, he is setting Pence up he's like he's got the Russian probe going he's like listen I only want to do this for a short time I want to go back to put my name on buildings like you're gonna take over Pence it's gonna be great <laughs> I can just see it's gonna be epic it's gonna go down in the history books Jesse I actually hope they don't try to get his taxes I think that's a mistake I guarantee you they're good that's gonna be well, one of the first ones of business think about if you start pulling in, getting personal with presidents and looking into their personal information that they don't willingly release. I don't think the is idea that a, is that, that a bad idea? Oh, I think I mean, that's a horrendous idea. But I mean, to each their own. But I think it's a bad idea. Like, you, right now you're just thinking, oh, well, it's just the taxes. I mean, most people release them willingly anyway. And he didn't because he's a businessman. Who knows what kind of ties he is. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. Yeah, um, no, I don't think. But like, I think it. I think it's going to be a mistake. Now, but maybe I'm not saying it'll right, affect it, any it votes. Would, I just think it's a bad, it sets a bad precedent. I I think one. It kind of depends on the nature of the of how it happens. But like, if it's part of some sort of broader like investigation, then that wouldn't be so much of a precedent breaker. But I do agree with you that we shouldn't be. Unless we pass a law that presidential candidates need to, if they, we decide that that's is a requirement we want to have for office, but I don't think we, they should just like subpoena them just because we think he should have done it, right? Unless we accuse them of rape from thirty years ago. And the taxes are going to prove that. No, I'm talking about getting personal. Uh, <laughs> we shouldn't go down that road. We're, we've already done that road, Jesse. Yeah. Now, there was something else. <laughs> there was something else, though. Um, I would not assault this woman on a plane. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, that wasn't rape. That was like... I know. What was it? Did he try... He, I think she said he tried to put his hand between her legs or something He tried like to that. kiss her on the plane. Yeah, I think he also tried to put his hand between her legs and she pushed him away or something. How do you get, how do you get away with that on a plane? Like, it seems like there'd be a lot of other people, plane. but I mean, you know... No, it was like a commercial. It was a commercial flight. 
Yeah, I know. It was a joke. I know, I know. I'm, I'm not know. saying she's lying. I don't know enough about it. It, it happened like in the early I'm not saying she's lying either. Like I'm just saying that's fucking astonishing. I don't know. I couldn't I mean, imagine like sitting next to somebody on the plane and being like, hmm. Here's the problem. It's like on one end, you're like, oh man, everything Trump says is bullshit. And then on the other end, you go, well, he just said this one thing. I mean, it's really bad. I can't believe he'd be like that. So it's like, well, what is it? <laughs> is the stuff he says bullshit? Or, you know, where's the truth lie at? Because you think, you're like, oh, he's always full of shit. He's always bragging and just boasting about stuff he doesn't do. So did I, he do some of these things or did he not do some I of these things? I think the truth falls somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So it's like, uh, what exactly happened? And I don't know. I have no clue. Um, I don't know about that part. But I was going to say something else to you, but I don't remember now, Chris. You fucked me up. What were we talking about before that? We were talking Turn about... Turnabout's fair play. What? Turnabout is fair play. Oh, no. You did that's it to not, me. You, that's you, not uh, what I was going to say. You messed actually. up my concentration earlier. Good. Good. Uh, I was going to go a different direction. I heard somebody mention this before, and I, I don't know. It stuck with me. And maybe I even came up... You know, it's not like it's a crazy idea, because I was thinking about it for Rubio. I think it's very possible, because I just heard it again recently. Give me one second. I know you're like looking at me like, what's he going to say? I think it's very possible that Trump gets rid of Pence as vice president after his first term uh, for additional votes and adds in potentially Nikki Haley. Ooh, I could see that. I don't think that would get him much votes, though. Who knows? He's, <laughs> I don't know about that. She's not, Trump's she's not the a convention female. breaker. He, he, he likes to do things she that may not be people a female, don't, but... haven't done before, but... Um, that well, that's that has, that's been done before. Unlikely. You that's don't been, have to, I mean, you don't have to keep your vice president from one no, term no, to the but next. not that's just been, switching out vice presidents happened before. I mean, yeah, but not like this would be. You sure? I mean, well, could I? I could totally. Trump fires everybody. He just he fires every single person, even people that he likes. Okay, well, let's let's look at the last him. time a vice president was switched Nixon. out. Yeah, right. Yeah, Spiro because Agnew, it, because of corruption charges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it's going to matter, though. I think that, I think he might do it to take away that idea, to take away that argument that he can't you know? work with women. And you bring in Nikki Haley, who just who just left, you know, like who was a what about Kelly and Conway? No, I don't think you get drop Pence because Pence gives him the the Christian the evangelical. I think he's already won it though. Nikki Haley is a solid conservative though. Well, but and and he's but already not, won that. But look at what he's done for Not them, though. Not like an anti-gay person. Yeah, but, like he, the, but he's already won the evangelicals, though. He doesn't need Pence for that. Well, he, but he'll need him for re-election. I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to stay with him no matter what now. Oh, I think Trump... I think I think their party has been remade in Trump's image. <laughs> I, I would have been... I would have never guessed he could do it, but I think he's done it. And he ran off... Like, a lot of the people that were big opponents of him, like, lost their elections... Either this time or last time. Or he beat them into submission yeah, beat like him, Lindsey Graham. Like, or, or Ted Cruz. Or, well, I mean... Donald, would Flake, you please come to Texas Flake, and help me? Uh, Beto is a very strong candidate. And Paul Ryan's leaving? I mean, there's a lot of people that are just leaving. That it's yeah. like... I don't know. No. Like, I don't think... There, there's no coincidence here. They're, no, no. I'm, Trump I, is crushing I think them. that's true. But also, it, like... It's Paul Ryan if, if he president? drops Pence, no, I mean, I don't, I don't know. So. A lot of this, these kinds of moves, I think, get overplayed because people tend to just revert to their party. But Trump's not normal, but, though. I can see Trump. Totally but that's doing what I'm saying: like is is evangelicals they have to come up, they have to contort their reasoning a lot to support Trump because he's embodies a lot of the stuff that they've constantly railed against Democrats about. Yeah, but Nikki Haley's pretty solid in that aspect. She's pretty clean, and she's, she's smart. 
Right, but that it's not about the fact that Haley would be acceptable to them. It's about the fact that he's pushing aside their guy, which Who, is Pence. Indiana's guy. I bet no. I bet no. That's the I bet Pence. But here's guy. here's why I think it could work because I bet, and this could very well work. I bet Pence could uh, wish it to happen because he would run after Trump second term. I mean, it, it depends on how it went down, I guess. Yeah, if Trump, if Pence specifically resigns because he says he wants to focus on running for 2020 or whatever. Or no, not, for, uh, 2024. Not for 2024. Well, he might just be like, oh, I want to spend some time with my wife. Well, right? I know he wouldn't say or that I want he to was, spend some time with my was family. a joke. But, but I, I think that I'm could just be saying, plausible. And then, I mean, like, he, would, he could tell behind the scenes all of his evangelicals, hey, don't get mad. This is my political move. But so it's it's possible that if Pence is in on it, but I'm I'm I don't know. The way Jesse brought it up was more like Pence was like pushed out. No, because... I don't think he would like fire fire Pence because Pence has obviously been there. He, he stuck by him through a lot of difficult times and to give Trump Pence, legitimacy. Right? Does Pence yeah. want to be there anymore? I th- I mean I think he probably does. I mean he's I think Pence is like a What about John Kelly? You think like he's gonna Jeff make it Sessions-y to the second character. term? What? Do you think maybe I, Nikki Haley comes in as chief of staff? I'm not gonna guess that anybody in his administration is gonna make it through. <laughs> I don't know, like I think almost all of them will be fired at one point or another. Um <laughs> and I don't even like it's I'm not even necessarily against them. I'm not sure what I think. Um I don't know. I because Nikki Hill, I mean, she left on her own terms, so that was that's different. This she was the first person to leave that it wasn't. Yeah, because she did. Like, she was doing a great job. Fiery at, at, or something least, wasn't going down in the news. At least I loved what she was doing. People, you know, who are globalists would be different, like Chris. But I loved what she was doing. How she fought back against the UN, and she did it in a very, I thought, very respectable way. And when is when is Sarah Huckabee Sanders going to throw the towel in? That's a brutal job. I mean, <sighs> you get beat up every. Day and to deal with people like, well, um, yeah, pre- White House press I think secretary has a very high turnover rate for all presidents. It's not no, actually, no, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's she's not, impressive, it's not just dude. a Trump um phenomenon. No, Obama actually. went through a whole bunch. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine someone else doing that job. Like, I just can't even. Well, Sean, I, Sean Spencer may come back. You don't remember Spicer? <laughs> Spicer, I said Spencer Spicer. No, I, I remember Spicer, but I can't, I can't Wasn't imagine anybody doing the job like she does. Like, in a, she does it really well. I mean, every her, day, like her she, face is no, not she every never day. Gets rattled. They she, don't do press briefings every I mean, day, Jesse. Come on now, Trump's not that lenient. <laughs> well, however often it is, it's every four, I, every four months or so. <laughs> well, they went, they went like they went for like three and a half weeks he'll without start, a press he'll briefing. He'll start doing them a lot when the re-election comes around. You getting out of here, Matt? No, I was falling down. I was. Oh, that's a good movie. <laughs> oh, that is a great movie. I thought it was a comedy until you get past the first five minutes. What's well, a comedy? No, it's not. Just a, a very fucked know. up comedy. Oh, it's fucked up. Dark There's... comedy, black comedy. It's a dark. A thing. It's dark comedy. No, I know. I was joking with Jesse because when we first watched the movie, like he's so pissed off about his fucking coke, like he wants to buy his, his car breaks down and loses the job and it's hot and he's walking and he wants to buy a soda and I still need to see it. Oh, it's so you good. You haven't seen falling down. No, I was oh, going to watch see it. it. My it's... mom rented it for us to watch, and then she decided that she should probably watch it first to make sure it was okay. And then, <laughs> so that of, means I so didn't. Nice. That means I didn't get to watch it. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of depressing. It really I mean, is. But it's 
you know, it's an interesting take on a movie, and there's some there's some really hilarious parts. And this guy has he's, he's troubled, you know, he's troubled. Michael Douglas does an amazing job. Yeah, that's I hear it's good. I do want to see it, but um, yeah, that just my mom. She was always like, you know, she didn't want us to watch bad movies, etc. But um, she was also kind of bad at screening them. Like she would go to the movie theater or to the rental store and rent some movies <laughs> and bring the... them back. And like one was this movie called Serial Mom. Serial Mom's great. <laughs> yeah, and it, you it know, doesn't sound like a good, like not like a, it. Doesn't you sound, seen that? She thought no, no, it was no, like, not good in like terms of being good. Like doesn't sound like a. Yeah, no, like it a sounds like a like a quirky, funny movie. Like oh, serial like sounds like a eat horror cereal movie. and also like murder people. You better not wear white shoes after Labor like, Day. So she thought it was gonna be like funny and scary but not like but it was the cover i don't know she interpreted it as being more family friendly kind of humor sure and it was not it was very she violent there's lots of sexual stuff in there well yeah um and in my <laughs> and there's other movies like that i can't it's remember funny his mom like she- like for how liberal Chris's, for how liberal your family is, it's really funny your mom sheltered you that much. Because my parents were the complete opposite. So are mine. It's just funny how that works. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because I've been watching Conan since I was like five. So well, I mean that's that's a shitty movie. I mean it's I mean it's so slow and boobs old and, and sex, lots of boobs. Uh, he threw a witch into the fire. I mean blah blah. She blah. was naked too. <laughs> I mean he's had sex with a bunch of like. Girls that he's being bred to. Well, she turned into like a werewolf slash witch like halfway through yeah, the Yeah, Medusa kind of thing. <laughs> he just threw into the fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's one of the best scenes in cinema history. It's so good. The body looks a little fake, but she still, you know, dies or whatever. Or he's like running. Forms. Did he run from the wolves before that? Is that where he, it's, is that it's why right he goes? It's right after. Is it right after? It's right after that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then he kills all the wolves and. Puts him on for skins. It's... Well, actually, sorry, it's not right after. I apologize. When he when he's running from the wolves, I mean, that's right after he gets released because he okay, still has yes. the chain attached to then him. He, then he's wandering and he sees the hut. Yeah, by okay, the time, he's, by the time he gets okay. there, he's all decked out in, yes. in furs. Which um, is it's crazy. Like they don't show him making the furs. Like he makes the perfect looking it's, boots. It's just hilarious because he sees you know he and he gives this really effeminate look, and then he kills. I guess he kills all the wolves, and he looks you know it looks great and all the. You know, wearing them. But when did he learn how to make all those clothes? He's been a slave. He's a barbarian. He was a slave. Dude. He had to do that. Yeah, he became a slave. He, he was walked. Like 10. Yeah, he, he walked around he, he, yeah. at a wheel for I don't know years. The wheel of death. Right. And they gave him his armor to fight with. So I don't. Pain. I don't know if wheel they taught him how to make it. Like, I think they just no, gave it to him. It was, that was part of his his training for the pu- fighting in the pit. <laughs> Supposedly for the fighting in the pit. Yeah, your needlework has to be on point. Well, just, yeah, I mean, you it's still big, need it's to a big, look good. It's a big gap in the movie. <laughs> it's not an important gap, though. I mean, it's just kind of there's another it's gap. Old school. There's another thing that that just really irks me. It's this thing called the Tree of Woe. Like the podcast or the actual tree? No, the actual tree just irks me. Contemplate this on the Tree of Woe. They nail his ass up to the tree. Yeah, Crucif- that's what happens. Crucif- Crucify crucifixion. Him. That's exactly what they say. And, and that's sorry. What they do. I think it's bad writing to kill Ursula at the end. Whatever her name is. Is it Ursula? Ursula, yeah. Oh, yeah, like in a... I, yeah, I, it makes me mad that she takes away Ursula's voice. Yeah. 
<laughs> what's what's her name in the you movie? You mean the guy's name? No, the girl's name. The girl that he shoots her with the snake at the end. Valeria. Valeria. I thought it was Ursula. Yeah, Valeria. <laughs> Killing her at the end of the movie. Well, maybe you're maybe you're thinking of old like false uh, doom, or you know whatever. I maybe you're maybe you're know. bringing the U in it. I don't know. Anyhow, they kill the lady at the end. It's not, it's just it just it, it pisses me off well, every time. Do you want to live forever? I mean, no, but like the way like she was riding away. Yeah, she definitely got taken up by a Valkyrie. She was a Valkyrie, I yeah. think, it, by the end. Which is kind of yeah. weird, because I don't think you can just can become a Valkyrie, I don't think. But yeah, she did. She found a way. But I think she became a Valkyrie. <laughs> Dude, he shoots her from, like, hundreds of yards. Yeah. With a snake. I know. With it's a snake arrow. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's a snake arrow. I mean, it's then he, then he specifically designed for long range. That snake was deep inside of her. Yeah. Like, seriously. It was. Like, when you watch him That's pull it out, it's like, holy shit. Like, of course she would die. It's bullshit. The, I don't like that part of the movie. I think it's probably poisonous. I don't too. like it either. the the word The lines after that are a little goofy too. But I guess when I was reading some uh, Robert E. Howard, I actually ran into like the exact same lines. So they're actually taken from the book. So I've always I've always disliked that sequence. It's like, let me breathe. You know, I'm or I'm so cold. Let me breathe the last breath of you know whatever into your mouth. And I thought, oh, that's so cringeworthy. It's actually in. It's actually paraphrased from a Robert E. Howard piece. I think maybe Queen of the Black Coast or something. That just sounds terrible. Queen of the Black Coast is great. That's bad writing. Uh, maybe, the, maybe the lines are, maybe. Um, Especially when Arnold's saying it that, back well, she's in not, the day. Valeria's saying it to him. No, I know, but like, or him like uh, responding back to it. Because he has to say something to her, right? Uh, he doesn't say anything. He just looks at her. Yeah. He grunts. <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't grunts. say anything. <laughs> well, then you know, and then they light her on fire, and he he doesn't cry, and he doesn't talk then either. But Subutai, you know, there's like, why are you crying? He's like, he's Conan, you know, Sumerian. He doesn't cry, so I cry for him. That's a good friend. A friend that'll cry for you is a good friend. <laughs> I like that part. That's pretty good. But no, um, would you cry for me, Jesse? Like if you died? No, in my steed. Let me think about it. I can't cry, so but I want to cry. Would you cry for me? Why don't you just cry? I love a good cry, man. It makes my eyes undry, and that rhymes. Why do you Why do you cry? What are you crying about? I don't. Just in general, the mixing because my eyes are dry from LASIK. So when I cry, it makes my eyes undry. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe Fly. it. Because how long are you staying for? Because I think Matt's wanting to get to bed. All right. Are you wanting to get out of here too? Let's go to bed. Like all three of us? I've together. got a flight in like three hours that I need to get to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sounds like a good opportunity to sleep. Sleep? At the um, flight, on the flight. Make sure my shit's packed correctly. Because you're going to Florida, Yeah, make right? sure you get your shit packed. I don't like sleeping on planes. Yeah, I'm going to Florida. Just take a bunch of pills and you'll fall asleep. Oh, I love flying, dude. I love flying. I just like sleeping on planes. I'm going to play the Switch. The switch em ups Probably. play the Switch on the plane? Yeah. Huh? It's portable. It goes anywhere. What? Welcome to the future, Jesse. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch is portable. Well, I know it's the sort future of portable. Is I was now. taking a, I was taking a bath and drinking some wine the other night, playing the Switch. It was pretty pretty awesome. No, you weren't. Fuck yes, I was. I love baths, dude. <laughs> Were you actually playing the Switch in the? Well, I have no doubt. Maybe you love baths. Maybe yeah. you want to chill out. You know, but yeah, I was playing. I had a candle going. Had a glass of wine. I was playing the Switch. Was it a pumpkin spice candle? No, it was a it was a manly candle, mm, but Jesse's I needed disappointed. But I needed some Epsom He's salt. Basic. 
could do my body gets sore from working out and running all the time but like so i take epsom salt bath and i'm like fuck it, i'm gonna play some zelda breath of the wild while I relax and enjoy this time sounds hot i it, mean it's pretty fucking awesome there's like one of your legs out of the water you know or... sometimes if it gets a little hot in there you know you gotta you gotta prop one leg up but other than that you know it's pretty it's a pretty good time well yeah what chris takes baths no i don't I only take baths. I'm a shower guy. Room. I like showers. Oh god, I love showers, but baths I have to take it. Don't stay warm long enough for me. I mean, well, that's why you drain the water and you pour in more hot water. I mean, I yeah, only take like sometimes annoying. I'll take a longer bath depending on. The other day I watched um, Angry Video Game Nerd, which is fucking awesome because he's been getting me into all the old NES games. But um, he plays all the old NES games and he has a character talk shit on the games, um, especially. <laughs> Like, uh, we were, Jesse and I were playing a game, um, before you got here, Chris, called Technobull, which Jesse completely cheated at, and, um... He is a cheater. Technobull, it, it's, it's a good it's in game. It's nature. But that fucking game, man, it's so hard to play, because if you don't pick the right pass play for defense, and you're fucked. And my guys, would, the guys would run right past my guy. The guys wouldn't try to dive and tackle him. They wouldn't, my guy wouldn't, couldn't tackle a soul. So Jesse beat me literally like thirty three to zero the first game, and I think it was like twenty eight to zero the second game. I got a little bit better, and um, it just hard, dude. That's good. and Jesse's played it a lot more than I have, but that game is fucking hard. It's hard. And it turns out he was just using a cheat. So he, he was using a cheat code. I found that out too. Yeah, it's called a uh, skill and experience. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's cheating. I agree with you on that part. Uh, so I thought that was kind of horrendous to do that to you. Um, but you still did it. But I still did it. Well, what was I supposed to do? Just let him, you know... 30, he almost scored. 35%. He almost scored like twice. 35%, Jesse. I was really close to scoring. Yeah. Really he close. He almost scored. Like, in one of the games was like 10-0 at halftime or something. 35%. Yeah, so get this. So, How many Grant, of the games did Matt win? Zero. Well, we so, only played two games. I mean, I'm so sure Chris, he really got me after a bit. So, Brad's like, you should definitely go for it. And... <laughs> It's like a third and fourteen, and I picked this. I picked like a similar play to Jesse enough to where my guy should have blocked him. He fucking ran for eighty yards, like on technobolts. It was straight up the middle, but I mean, you know, you know, it happens every day in the city. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Weren't there specific? uh, It's not really fair. Specific like combinations that were basically unstoppable. Well, people, games. there's like a, I mean, there are, I think there are cheat codes or whatever you can do with Bo Jackson. There's like the Bo Jackson cheat. Right. It wasn't like Rice, Montana. A there, there's a, there's a pass between Montana and Taylor that he does like a five uh, yard in that you, even if you stand there, most of the time you will not intercept the ball and it'll do like this. It, it's kind of like a, a glitch in the game. My cousin found it and he would just exploit it over and over and over again. That's all he would do. It's pretty aggravating. <laughs> I remember you talking about that on your podcast, the Tree of Woe podcast, um, and then we played dodgeball, which was a lot. Actually, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I learned a lot in that game, just in that <laughs> sequence of. I still understand because sometimes you catch the ball and sometimes you don't. It makes no sense, but it's fun as it's shit. It's actually pretty fun. Um, I thought it was gonna be even lamer than it was, but and um, they're very anatomically accurate as far as it goes with races. Because every Chris, when you start going down, like you can pick Team USA, Japan, Russia, 
like the people, like the color of the skin changes, but their heads change. They're too. also yeah, they change their it's facial so features. It's so and weird. And some of them look like freaks, like the Japanese. They look like <laughs> they look like aliens. The Japanese guy has like a big like head. But yeah, like, I thought it you comes said it was out. accurate. No, it was, I was being <laughs> facetious, but like, but dude, like the head like bulges out. It's so funny. Um, no, what was my question? I had a question for you. Did you actually? Chris is awesome at Mario, by the way. Better than Matt. I got to the fourth world. I was playing around. Chris, Chris made it to the second level. <laughs> no, just, Chris, Chris warped to the third level, Chris. Oh, he yeah, skipped third. forward to the that's third, right. and he warped. Yeah, that's true. That's a true statement. That's what I do. It's okay, though. Because why would you want to... You, you don't want to go through all of them. You want to get to... To see if you can get the extra men, and then if you can't, I know ah, that there. I know those good. things exist, but I can't ever remember where they are. Okay, not a Mario. I can't. Zelda, I can remember 100, percent but Mario, not so much. Mm. All right. Well, I'm ready for bed, boys. Anything else you guys want to yell about, real quick? Um, where we gonna ask Chris? Well, one of the reasons we have to call it short is because I got here late. I was at Elena's. Um, um, opera that she, she's a, in in that business. But anyway, it was Madame Butterfly is what they're doing. I'd never seen it before, never heard the story, and I just gotta say it's really fucked up. It's, it sounds it's an extremely sad story. But it's opera, right? Yeah, it's about this American naval officer goes to Japan, and he buy get buys a geisha to like marry her um but sounds good so far but he's assured by that by J- japanese rules that you know basically marriages don't count like you can leave the marriage whenever you want so like you can marry her and then if he leaves then that constitutes abandonment which constitutes a divorce right and but she believes that the marriage is for real, and she like falls deeply in love with him, and then he leaves without telling her that he's like he tells her he'll be back, and he's gone for three years, and she has his kid like right away after he leaves, obviously. But um, and she and she doesn't entertain new marriage offers and everything. Like they're down to their last pennies when he returns, and he returns with a wife, an American wife, and then. So she's like heartbroken and he's and they agree to take the kid, but they not her, right? So they're just gonna take her kid now and go back to America with him. And then so she kills herself. Does he take the kid? Yeah, they take the kid. Do they live happily ever after? Who knows? That's gonna be can you imagine actually doing that to somebody though? That's fucked up. It is. I don't understand why we... How did Atlanta get involved with this again? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a very famous opera by Puccini, but... Um, who? Puccini. <laughs> I have no idea how did you How did you honest. get all that out of the opera, though? Did you, like, read well, the they story? Have, they have a little synopsis thing in the... Th- in okay. The, but they also have subtitles. So you can see hear everything they're singing. I guess you, it's like watching read, a... You know what they're saying when they sing. Um, but... Yeah, and it's not even like the guy didn't, like the guy thought she knew it was a fake marriage, because the guy, the American consul, like diplomat guy, was like, you know, this 
girl thinks this is real. You can tell that, right? Like, she doesn't think this is a sham marriage that you're just doing. But why would he want a sham marriage anyhow? Well, because he just wanted to, like, get with this a beautiful be- girl oh. who's, like, 15. And and those girls are all... I can't remember the geishas, but they... Weren't they uh, virgins until... And that wasn't that part of it. Yeah, something. But the thing was, she was still getting married. Like selling their... She did was still getting marriage offers when he was gone after he left because everyone else knew that it was a sham marriage. But she was turning him down because she said, "No, he said he'd be back." And I. But she was no longer a geisha at that point, right? Because have you ever seen geisha? Or no, no. Have you seen that movie? Um, I don't really know. Yeah, I've seen that movie, but I don't remember all the rules. I know the guy that sold her was still like going around trying to sell her, like, but you know, uh, like for her price. benefit. How do we get back? In, how do we get into that business? Like uh, he wasn't like I don't think he was exactly like a pimp because the girls it's like their money. That's so weird. That's so fucking. Yeah. I don't know if people do this shit like this. Honestly, I just don't. It's fucked up. <clears throat> it's crazy. But it is it's so sad, and it's like, you know, like she. Well, a little bit of her backstory is that, like, her family used to be wealthy, and then something happened, and they lost all their money, and so the emperor basically told her dad to commit suicide, so he did, um, and that was, like, their, and then she had to become a geisha to, to pay the bills. So, so she was kind of, like, projecting onto this Americans, like, this is a new life, this is my chance to escape this, and I can go with him to America, and we can live... You know, and and she like renounces. She becomes a Christian, and everything, and then gets shunned by her community for it and everything before the marriage. And so she like burns all her bridges. Are you okay, Chris? It seems like you really need to talk about this. Well, it's like it's the, it was, Chris has been carrying such, the weight of this story. It's it is a messed up story. It's like so sad. Well, like and a lot of operas have like tragic endings and everything where people die, but it's. It doesn't resonate as much with me because they're more based in like the, you know, like 1500s and 1600s. And a lot of the stuff they do is just dumb, beyond dumb. It's like, well, and it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense from a modern perspective. Like they're all, I don't know. Um, And they they just do stupid things and yeah, people die, but you're like, so what? Who cares about that person? But this one was a more modern story. It was takes place after the 1900s teddy roosevelt it's like 1905 or something in the first act and um it's so it it actually it's got modern sensibilities so i understand everyone's motivations it makes sense to me and so it's really messed up (laughs) it's crazy all right well i'm ready for bed all right all right all right ladies and gentlemen good night cruel world bye-bye good night Good night. Good night.